the Mimer opened up for us a new deep appreciation in performing mitzvahs. You have the the copy of the Mimer that you were learning together with Alex that night. Yeah. You don't have the copy anymore? No. You have the copy, right? Yeah. You're looking together. Are you sure you could look in together with Mendel? The Mimer opened up for us a new deep appreciation for what mitzvahs are. And this is through studying the concept of Eides, Chukim, and Mishpatim. And specifically the order and the way that the Ben HaChacham lists it, Eides, Chukim, and Mishpatim. That Eides reflect the essential point of what mitzvahs are. What are mitzvahs? A connection between us and the essence of Hashem. When we put on tefillin, we're bonding together. We're creating a relationship between our essence and Hashem's essence. And we're able to connect to it more in our lives through the Aveda of Chukim, meaning the Aveda of recognizing that Hashem is greater than ourselves. The Aveda of Mishpatim, meaning bringing that godliness down into our lives in a way that it's tangible and logical and reasonable and something that we're able to appreciate. And we are. Mitzvahs are beautiful. Find me a greater way of life than mitzvahs. You might find me something where the taiva is expressed more, at least in the beginning. Because as Shleim HaMelech expressed, at a certain point, everyone gets sick of it. It just it becomes nauseous. Yes. It's like a person who, Shleim HaMelech says, he eats too much honey. So the honey is delicious at first, but then it makes the person vomit. Find me a more beautiful way of life, a more logical way of life. Find me a, a, a existence, a, a, a lifestyle, anything that encompasses every single aspect of what it should in religion, in um, appreciation, in beauty, in logic. There's nothing that has it the way that Torah and Mitzvahs do. Torah and Mitzvahs, living a life of Torah and Mitzvahs, is living the best life that a person can possibly live. But, that's only the level of Mishpatim. In other words, we're starting off it has nothing to do with how beautiful it is. It has nothing to do with how illogical it is. It has to do with the fact that I am a Yid and I have a Neshama. My Neshama is a piece of Abishter and therefore I'm doing the Ratzin of Hashem to express that Neshama that's inside of me and to connect it to the essence of Hashem. That's where the start is. That's where the beginning is. That's the concept of Adis. Adis is what bonds us together with Hashem. 
and we want to express it in a way that chukim and mishpatim are bringing it into gilui, into revelation in our lives. Good? That's what we uncovered in the depth and beauty of Torah and mitzvahs through the course of this mimer. But then comes along the Chacham with his question. He wants to know, I don't understand, he says. Number one, ultimately, what is a mitzvah? It's a rose. It's a pinky. And as we said in the last class, sitting and looking at a pinky, are you inside of your pinky? Absolutely. You're there. You're not inside of your pinky? Come here. You, you ever watched E.T.? <laughs> I never did either. No, no really, I didn't. I, I, it's, it's not because whatever, but I, I just happened to have never watched it, but I saw the the advertisement for it. The fingers. Yeah. You know, there's the touch of the pinky. It's a horrible it's like, movie. It's a horrible movie. It's, isn't it what made Steven Spielberg famous? Whatever. Smach Nishtais, come, sit next to me. Uh, <laughs> you had too much to drink last night? <laughs> no, I'll just pull through it right now. Come, come. Um, are you inside of your pinky, Meisha? Yeah. Are you inside of your pinky? Like, hey, me? You. Are you inside of your pinky? No. You are. Did I just touch David? Yeah. I touched him. Me, I oh, yeah. touched him. Yeah. Even though it's only our pinkies that touched, right? I touched David. That means that you are inside of your pinky, right? Yeah. And he's inside of his pinky. Now, if you're going to take your pinky and cut it off from everything else and just like contemplate on your pinky, are you going to come to appreciate you no more? Can I come to know you through your pinky? No. No. So even though you're inside of your pinky, being that your pinky is something which is so separated from your essence, there's no way that I should really be able to appreciate you from your pinky, right? But what we're saying with regard to mitzvahs is that I can take a black box, strap it on my arm and my head, I can take a coin, put it in the pushka, I can take wool, and hang it in strings from my pants, and through doing these things, we're coming to know Hashem. We're recognizing, we're connecting, we're connecting to the essence of Hashem. How is such a thing possible? That's like looking at a pinky and coming to know the person who's inside of the pinky. Right? You can't look at a pinky and know the person inside of it. That's the question of the Ben HaChacham. How? Through Maiseha Mitzvah, through the action of mitzvahs. Action is something which is the lowest, most distant part of our behavior, of ourselves. How through something so external are you able to draw down Atzmus, the essence of Hashem? That's the first part of his question. And there's a second part of his question. 
The second part of the Chacham's question is, in as much as you're drawing down the essence of Hashem through my Sahamitzvahs, where does the Aveda that we just described of chukim and mishpatim, meaning bringing it more into our lives through reflection and contemplation, through realizing that Hashem is greater than me, and through realizing that, bringing it into my life, the seviv and the mimali, right? Through Hashem is greater than me, and bringing it into my life is what makes my life the most beautiful life it can be. How does that expand it? How does that allow it to be expressed. In other words, by chesedim, there's an expression that the beginning of klipa is chachma vatsilas. Klipa means, the literal translation is appeal, meaning that which conceals godliness. The beginning of the concealing of godliness is Chachma Vatsilos. What's Chachma Vatsilos? Chachma Vatsilos is the greatest, highest, most powerful level in all of existence. Let's say, for example, here in this world. So think of a place where you're able to feel more of a connection to godliness. So hopefully in your dorm room you feel more of a connection to godliness than you do out on the street. Depends on how you dress up your dorm room. Here now. It depends on how you dress up your dorm room. When you come into Zal, there's an Aaron Kadesh. There's Svarim on the walls. There's, it's a place where you daven, a place where you learn. You feel it's a more godly energy over there, right? Do you feel more Jewish when you're in a zal than Lahavdil when you're... Um, uh, eating lunch? You don't, don't necessarily have to, but uh, practically, to this Shabbos we're going to open up the Aron Kedush for three Sefetera. Unfortunately, our third Sefeteria we're only welcoming on Sunday. It's going to be a big celebration. But uh, we'll have at least three conceptual Sefeteria, because we're reading from three different parts of the Sefeteria this Shabbos. And that's a very powerful time. You open up the Arankadish, there are three messages of Torah that are sitting over there and in their potential to talk to us. It says in Svarim, if you want anything, is there anything that you want? When you open up the Aron Kedush, the Shabbos, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself first through getting ready for Shabbos, learning about what Shabbos, this Shabbos specifically is about, and so on and so forth. Go to the Mikvah in the morning, learn Chassidus before davening. But when we open up the Aron Kedush, this Shabbos, and there's the three Sefer there, at least in potential, as I said. You could ask for anything you want. And it's the a time when there's a certain gate open up in heaven that is able to give you whatever it is. Anything that you need. 
this Shabbos, when we open up the Aaron Kedish, it's a time to ask for it. Okay? This Shabbos? It's Shabbos, Parshas, um, Tazria, Shabbos Hagadol, Shabbos Rish Chedish, Nisan. I'm not Shabbos Hagadol, excuse me, Shabbos Parshas Achedish, I'm sorry. Shabbos Parshas Achedish, I'm Shabbos Parshas Achedish, and Shabbos Rish Chedish, Nisan. So there are three different parts of the Torah that we're going to read corresponding to each of those three things. But the Nakuda, the point that I'm bringing out right now is that we're going to open up the Arankadish, there are three Sefetariah there. There's more of a powerful energy. You ever went to the Kaisa? Did you feel something there special? Something deep? Something holy? When you go to the oil, you feel like you're in a holy place. In other words, there are places where godliness is more revealed, and that's all inside of this world. That's all inside of the world. Then you go outside of the world, you have spirituality outside of the world. Now, in spirituality, spirituality doesn't necessarily mean holiness. There are some people who are able to tap into spirituality, but they're tapping into unholiness. Spirituality does not end up being defined as holiness. But in spirituality there is holiness, and the holiness in spirituality is greater than the holiness that's inside of the physical world. And the same is true as you go from world to world. There's the lowest world, Asiyaruchnis. Then you go higher, you get to the world of Bria. You go higher, you go to the world of Yitzira. You go higher, you get to the world of Atsilos. Inside of Atsilos itself, there are ten spheres. The lowest sphere is Malchus. Malchus is the bridge, the connector between Atsilos and the lower worlds. But you go beyond Malchus and you go to the levels that are above Malchus, the level of Yisaid, and from there to the Midas, and from there to the Seichel, and then you reach the highest level, the level of Chachmah Vatzilus. Chachmah Vatzilus is a level which it can't even properly be described. It's a Koyachma. It's such a powerful energy that it is the bridge between the infinite levels of godliness that precede creation and existence. Chachma Vatzilus, that's where Torah comes from. That's where Meish Rabbeinu's Neshama originates from. That's from the level of Chachma Vatzilus. Chachma Vatzilus is a wonderful level, right? Yeah? Yes? You don't know. You were never there. You never saw it. But you could imagine that if you're going to take the little bit of energy and holiness and spirituality that you felt in a spiritual place and you're going to magnify it a million fold, that you're going to be in a much, 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 much more powerful place. Even the world of Atsilus, the word Atsilus is a word which the Alter Rebbe, when he was writing, he wasn't able to complete because he was so overwhelmed by the reflection and the thought of what Atsilus represents that he couldn't even finish writing such a word. But, Chassidim say that Chachma Vatsilus, that's the beginning of Klippa. Why? 
Because Chachma Vatsilas is a defined level. It has a definition. Now even though you remember that we learned about You remember how we learned that You remember how we learned that the level of Chachma Vatsilas is a level of complete bittal. It doesn't have any selfness at all. It's pure godliness. But, nevertheless, the level of Chachma Vatsilas is still a level. It's being referred to as the beginning of the ten spheres of Atsilus. It's inside of a world, Oila Milashin Helen Vahester. The word world means concealment. It's inside of a structure, it has a specific point. And that's the beginning of the ability to have a place of complete unholiness, complete darkness, complete concealment of Eivishter. Clip. Why? Because as soon as there is even a hint of something, of yeshus, of selfness, there you're concealing the essence of Eivishter. So therefore, the Ben Achacham's question is, first of all, how is it even possible to look at a pinky and through looking at a pinky to connect to the essence of Abishter? That's his first question. How through Maisa Mitzvahs? And second of all, how do you develop that through Chukim and Mishpatim? How through thought and reflection, which is all about me? I'm just limited nothing. I've told you before. Baruch Hashem. God is something which is impossible to grasp. People say, I don't understand God. Why does God allow this to happen? Why does God do this? Why does God do that? And the answer is, if you were able to understand God, what type of God would that be? Who am I? I'm such a limited person I'm able to understand so little there's so little I do understand and my feelings my emotions my anger my jealousy my appreciation of honor is that the type of God you want to have a God that I could understand a God that I could relate to what kind of God is that? By necessity, God is something that's completely beyond my understanding. So therefore, the Ben wants to know, now that you're telling me that you are drawing down the essence of Hashem, how are you able to develop that through the Aveda, the divine service of Chukim and Mishpatim? How are you able to bring it out Further, through reflecting how Abishter is greater than me and Abishter is something which is very fitting inside of that which I'm able to relate to. You understand, Nayach? Does the question bother you too? Sure. Sure. This is the level of the Chacham's question that we got to after a lot of work. We started off with one question the beginning question, if you may. 
the, the, the immediate assumption, but that we immediately rejected. That was the whole beginning of the mind. We're saying, a chacham can't ask a question, what are the mitzvahs? So therefore we developed a deeper question about the maisa mitzvahs, and we developed a, another deeper question about the kavana of the mitzvahs. And then we developed it further in which we were able to merge these two questions together, and it's a powerful question. It's indeed a very wise and deep question. And do you know what the answer to the question is? So I, I we have Perikhas in front of us. Perikhas, it's a short. It's a short paragraph. The whole ice is a short paragraph. That's the answer to this question. What's the answer? So I read it and I read it and I read it. I could tell you what I understand. What I understand is that we're telling the Chacham that his question is correct. His question is accurate. Logically, what he's challenging doesn't make any sense. And it's not because it makes sense that it works. It's because Hashem chose that that's what he wanted. To put it into other words. What? To, to put it into other words. The Yidin had the concept of mitzvahs forever. It says that before the Torah was given, Avram Avinu fulfilled the entire Torah, even the mitzvah of of uh, the um, erev tavshilin of uh, preparing for a yamtiv, which is followed by a Shabbos, Avram Avinu did that as well. Which is a takana derabanan in order to address the challenge that we have in a certain circumstance. Avram Avinu did that as well. Which means that indeed there exists inside of tzitzis and tefillin and everything, all the mitzvahs that we do, eating matzah, shaking a lulav and esrig. Every mitzvah that we do, there exists within that mitzvah a very special power. The aves, hakteshim, the holy fathers of Yiddishkeit, our fathers, they were on a very high level. They were able to appreciate what you could accomplish through tefillin. But that which they accomplished through the tefillin was entirely their accomplishment. Meaning, they took the power of the mitzvah of tefillin, so that, for example, and through great contemplation and elevation and spirituality and focus, their understanding and their spiritual development was something which we can't fathom, but they were able to accomplish great things 
in performing the mitzvah of tefillin. When you perform the mitzvah of tefillin, you're not preparing yourself for that mitzvah, even a small fraction of that which the Aves did. But you're going to wrap tefillin in a few moments. And when you do, you're going to practically accomplish more than the Aves accomplished. And that's because everything that the Aves accomplished, they accomplished through what they were able to do. And what you're doing, you're going to be accomplishing because Hashem put himself inside of it. Let's say you have, we've spoken about a special song, a special flower, a special this, a special that. You have a special knock. Right? You have a special knock. And when you knock the special knock, then, like it says in the Shir Shirim, that my beloved knocks and I appear. When you knock the special knock, then your beloved appears. No. So does the knock do it? Is the knock what's accomplishing it? And yet, when you knock, that's when it happens. And if you don't knock that special knock, it's not going to happen. We spoke in the last class about the genie in the bottle. Is it a logical thing that if you rub the bottle, then the genie comes out. That's not a logical thing. The Eibishter shows that when you perform a mitzvah, your performance of the mitzvah should be mamshech atzmos. I think that we're telling the Chacham that indeed, as far as this question is concerned, that contemplating on a pinky should not be able to bring you to any deeper understanding of the essence of God. That's true. The reason why, however, you're able to, through a pinky, connect to the essence of God is because that's what Hashem chose. Hashem said, do this mitzvah just so, the way that it says in Shulchan Aruch, and when you do the mitzvah just so, then by doing the mitzvah just so, that's what's going to allow you to connect. You have a telephone number, right? Yes. What's your telephone number? 718-510-4001. What if I, instead of typing 718-510-4001, I typed 718-510-4000. I should still be able to connect to you for the most part, right? Why not? Because... If one number is messed up, one number is messed up. But I'm so close. I'm so close. Are we defined by our numbers? I'm so close. Why can't I connect to you through 4000? Why do I need 4001 in order to be able to connect to you? I did. did, How many numbers are in your phone number? Ten. Ten. Ten numbers. So I did nine right, and one I just got a tiny bit off. What's the difference between one and zero? <laughs> There's a whole person. 
why can't I get if I get you completely through four zero zero one? I should be able to get you ninety percent of the way. Nine out of ten numbers correct. If I do four zero zero zero. Who cares how many people there are in the word Eliezer? If this number allows me to connect, if through if through doing a mitzvah, yeah, if you put in into Tfilin, yeah, right? Tfilin has how many letters in the 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 the, the, the There's a lot of letters. A lot of letters. So there's a lot of letters. You leave one tiny little yud out. You don't even leave the yud out. You just whatever. You don't finish it completely. You leave the 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 top of the yud off or whatever it is. You got to get your tefillin check. You got to get your tefillin check. But you sh- it makes it all possible. Why that tiny little thing makes yeah. it ruins the whole thing. One small tiny little thing. Ruins because the Abishter said that if this is what I'm doing. The Abishter said that I want to be able to have a relationship with you. And in order to have a relationship with you, you're going to go into Galus Mitzrayim. And Galus Mitzrayim was a very deep cleansing. And then you're going to have Geulah Mitzrayim. Geulah Mitzrayim was a very deep revelation. So it was going through the washing machine and the dryer and Galus Mitzrayim and Galus Mitzrayim. And now that you've been through this process, the Ebesh just said, now you're going to stand by Harsinai and I'm going to give you mitzvahs. And those mitzvahs, precisely the way that I give them to you, are going to be the way for you to connect to me. Not just the last number, the whole number. The whole full number. Following what it says in Torah and Shulchan Aruch is what allows us to connect to Hashem. Why? Because Hashem said, when you dial that number, I'm going to answer. When you dial that phone number, I'm going to answer. Tefillin are indeed a telephone which allow us to speak to Hashem. You know this story. The, the, the Israeli prime minister went to visit the American president and uh, he sees there's a a black phone, a white phone, and a red phone. He says, what are these different phones? He says, the, the black phone is just a regular phone. The white phone is what connects me to the CIA. And the red phone, that's a line to God. So the Israeli president says, I have some things to say to God. Can I use your phone for a few minutes? He says, yeah, he uses the red phone for a few minutes. And after being on the phone for a few minutes, the um, uh, American president gives him the bill. So three minutes, uh, he gives him $10,000. He says, that's the bill for speaking for three minutes. He says, yeah, it's a long-distance call. When the American president went to visit the Israeli prime minister, so he sees also the three phones, the line to God. He says, can I speak? He speaks for, for, for 10 minutes. He's on the phone, and he gets a, a bill for three shekel and two agurot. He says, that's it? He says, yeah, it's a local call. This, this is what it is for a yid. For a yid, it's a local call. The Abishter gave you the phone number that makes it a local call. The Abishter made himself accessible to you. So the question of the Chacham, why does it work that through Maisa Mitzvahs you're able to connect to the essence of Hashem? The answer is because that's what Hashem wanted. And that's what Hashem wanted. When Hashem wanted that, Hashem wanted that through our Aveda we should make a dear Leisberg Betachtainim. Now! It has to start with Eidos. 
What does it mean it has to start with Adas? It has to start with a feeling that I'm doing it. Why? Because I have a neshama. Why are you putting on tefillin? You're putting on tefillin because I'm a yid. There's the famous story of Remendel Futterfass that he finally was on a plane out of Russia and he knew that the Rebbe wanted that you should do Mifzayim. And there was another person over there. He asked him, you Jewish? He says, yes. He didn't know how to express himself, how to talk in English. So he tells him like this, he says, me Jewish, you Jewish. Me tefillin, you tefillin. And he wrapped up his arm and started wrapping tefillin around him. That is the essence of a Yid. Me Jewish, you Jewish, me tefillin, you tefillin. Why are we putting on film? Because it's Eidos. Because it's a connection. Because Hashem wants us and we're part of Hashem and we do what Hashem wants. Then, Hashem wants that. It should not just be that we're connecting to Hashem through the tefillin, but that that connection should become revealed in our lives. So is the reflection and the understanding is Chachma Vatsilos, the beginning of Klippa is a reflection and understanding, a beginning of self, and therefore an obstruction, a blockage to the essence of Hashem? Absolutely. No question about it. Just because it's an obstruction and a blockage, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work, though. Because Hashem wants it to work. This is what Hashem is giving us in order to connect to Him. And therefore Hashem is saying, that put on the tefillin in a way that now you come to appreciate how the tefillin are made up of four boxes and the four boxes represent four levels and there's the shin and the tefillin and the black of the tefillin and the the size of the tefillin and the shape of the tefillin and the straps of the tefillin and each one is reflecting another powerful energy that's where you're connecting to the mitzvah and you're connecting to the mitzvah ultimately on two levels. On one level, it's a chayk. It has to be just so. You have to put in the parshias, the, the parchment inside of the tefillin in just the right order and in just the right compartments and so on and so forth in order that it should work. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Otherwise, you'll be speaking to someone else. You won't be calling Eliezer. You'll be talking to someone else. You want to talk to Eliezer, you got to dial the right number. So you have to do it just so. That's the chayk. And... Then there's the mishpatim, the appreciation, the understanding, the feeling, the connection, to the point that some people have articles that say that tefillin are in just the right pressure points that are beneficial for your health. Okay, other ya, other name, maybe yes, maybe no, it doesn't really matter. That's the idea of mishpatim. The idea of mishpatim is where you connect the mitzvahs to your life, but that's the lowest level connection. However, if you're doing it in the process, in the sequence, as we said earlier in the earlier classes, if you're following the sequence of Eidus Chukum and mishpatim, then when you reach mishpatim, what are you drawing down into the mishpatim? You're drawing down the essence of Hashem Himself. Let's read this inside a little bit. What's the Eidus? What? What's the Eidus? The Eidus? Yeah. The Eidus is the fact that it's a mitzvah which is connecting me to Hashem. Ultimately, tefillin are really in the category of Eidus, but that's a separate discussion. The Eidus are that which the, that it's connecting me to Hashem. V'hatshuva, the answer to the Ben Achacham. We were slaves to Hashem, to power in Mitzrayim. And Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. This is the two processes of the Gula. We discussed this 
in more at length way back in the beginning of the Maimer. And the objective of this is he shall be matan teira shahayala achriak dama de Galus Mitzrayim Vietzias Mitzrayim. Matan teira, which took place after the preface of Galus Mitzrayim and Yitzias Mitzrayim, these two stages again, which we described earlier. Niten hakayak. You have the power. Shall you day mitzvis maisias that through practical mitzvis yamshichu. That's the first part of the Chacham's question. How through mitzvahs ma'isis you're able to do it? The answer is because Hashem gave us the Torah. And Hashem said, I am allowing myself to be accessed through this knock, through this action, through this button. If you press the button, then I will appear. I, anaychi Hashem, aleikach asher ha'itzeisicha me'eretz Mitzrayim. I, Hashem said, my essence will appear. And the second part of the Chacham's question is, what's the purpose of the Kavana? Seemingly the Kavana gets in the way. The answer is that that's what Hashem wants. That you should be able to draw it down in a way of revelation. In other words, not just that it should be Hashem's essence, but it should be Hashem's essence in revelation, even though the term essence and the term revelation are two opposite terms, logically. But nevertheless, Hashem said He wants to be able to connect us in a way that He should be revealed to us. So, He's going to FaceTime us. You're going to call Him on His number. He's going to FaceTime us, you're going to be able to see him. And not just see him, but you'll be able to see his essence. So not just FaceTime where you're only seeing a reflection, but it's going to be an actual um, teletransportation where through the mitzvah you're bringing down Hashem's essence here into this world and through the reflection you're making it something that you're able to actually see. This is what we're telling the Chacham. We say that Hashem commanded us to do all of these chukim, liyira. So we're first going to focus on the word liyira, then we're going to come back to um, the idea of chukim, why specifically chukim is being mentioned over here in the Maimah. What's yira? Yira is oisies re'iya. Yira is the letters of re'iya, of sight. Meshikasav by Maimer, as the Fidik Rebbe writes in his Maimer. What does that mean? Sham Shacha shall yidei asiyas amitzvus, but yitzavenu goymer lasis yeh begili ad life and shariya. Liyira means so that you should be able to see Hashem. Hashem gave us these mitzvahs, and these mitzvahs are now a telephone number that through tapping into it and following the sequence of Edis Chukim and Mishvatim, the sequence exactly the way it is, because if I style your number backwards, what's your number backwards, Eliezer? Quickly, too slow, too slow. No, 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 you messed up. Um, so, but if I dial your number backwards, I won't be able to access you, right? I could only access you if I dial your number forwards. Also, with regard to Edis Chukam and Shmatim, it's only when you follow the sequence properly that you'll be able to do it. Nevertheless, um, when you do follow this sequence, first of all, the action of the mitzvah is drawing down Hashem's essence. Second of all, the sequence is drawing that essence into revelation. Then the Mimer continues and says, The primary Hamshacha drawing down of the Asiyah Samitzvah will be when Mashiach comes. It's true. Right now, when you go to the Kaisal, you feel more of a spiritual energy. You feel a greater 
emphasis of holiness. When you put on tefillin, you feel more holy than when you're sleeping, etc. Right? When you wake up in the morning, it takes time. You have to say, that lift you up out of the dust, out of the sleep, and you have to wipe off your eyes. You have to wash Nagelvasser. You have to follow through a process. You have to sit down and learn chassidus. This is all in order to be able to daven and connect Hashem. There's different points through our Aveda that we're able to connect to godliness in a more practical way, in a more revealed way. The mitzvahs create an energy of holiness, an energy of godliness, an energy of connecting to Hashem when you sit and sing a nigan deeply. It stirs something inside of you. Your neshama is affected. So yes, the mitzvahs have an effect on us. We're able to connect to Hashem through it. However, the greatest revelation of godliness, that's going to take place when Mashiach comes. When Mashiach comes, we'll be able to see the same way I could look at Hananiah and I could see Hananiah in front of me. I see him. When Mashiach comes, we'll be able to look and see the essence of Hashem. In other words, it won't just be something which I feel more godly, less godly, more revealed, less revealed. It's something which we're going to be able to see seeing the essence of Hashem himself. Now, based on this, we're going to explain why do we use the word chukim? Why do we use the word chukim? And the answer is that when we're speaking to the Ben HaChacham and we're trying to answer his question, we're telling him if he wants to be able to do this the best, this is the way that he has to approach it. Now, we said frequently throughout this Mimer in different ways that Eideis, Chukim, and Mishpatim represent three categories of mitzvahs, three types of mitzvahs, three um, energies of godliness that are inside of every single mitzvah, but also each of them are a general title that refer to mitzvahs as a whole. Eideis, as it's um, a category of mitzvah is the mitzvahs that commemorative that like a mitzvah like Pesach, a mitzvah like Shabbos, a mitzvah like Tefillin, they have a certain commemoration, a certain reflection. The Eidus, as it's a general idea, which is something which we developed specifically in this Mimer in a beautiful and amazing way, the general idea of Eidus is the connection that you have to Hashem. What is the specific chayk, the specific chayk is ein Don't think about it. You're doing it because Hashem commanded. It's the ur hasseviv. It's that which is beyond you, that which is greater than you, that which you're not able to understand and grasp in your own vessels. But what's the general idea of chukim? The general idea of chukim is do it because Hashem said. You have to approach mitzvahs in a way of chukim. In other words, like I said earlier, you need to follow the sequence in order to bring the revelation. It's not 100% correct what I told you about the phone number and the knock and all of that stuff. The reason why it's not 100% correct is because ultimately, Reb Mendel Futterfass can approach any person who what he was just eating or what he was just doing is irrelevant. What he was thinking about where he was holding is irrelevant. 
And he could tell him, me Jew, you Jew, me Tfilin, you Tfilin. And that Jew is able to put on Tfilin, and through putting on Tfilin, he's able to connect the Atzim Sarin, even though he didn't follow the sequence. The sequence is more about revelation than about accomplishment. And that's a Chiddush of Matan that goes well beyond any analogy that I could possibly give you. Hashem said, now you are a Jew. You stood by our Sinai. You were there. Your neshama was there. And when Hashem spoke to you, he said, I'm giving myself over to you. Put on tefillin, you're connected to me. Finished. Period. is a serious thing. But put on tefillin once in his life, and that changes him. He's a changed person. He's an uplifted person. No matter what he's done and where he's coming from and anything else, he put on tefillin. He connected to Abishter through putting on tefillin with his physical body, his arm and his head. Right? That's the feeling you have when you put on a karkafta. It's so exciting. Correct? Uh, karkafta literally means a skull. A karkafta was the term that we use for someone who's putting on film for the first time in his life. Sometimes it's a 13-year-old, sometimes it's a 90-year-old. Like people post pictures um, frequently on Fridays, these beautiful pictures of people putting on film for the first time in their lives. Ultimately, you put on film, you connect. However, if you want that connection to be in a way that it's revealed, for that you need to follow the sequence. And that's why we use the term chukim in our instruction to the chacham. Let's read this final part of Ois Ches Vizehu, and this is the meaning of Vayitzaveinu Havaya Lasis is Kala Chukim Gaimar. Hashem commanded us to do all of these chukim. It says hachukim daika. It says specifically chukim. Ki kishemakayma mitzvahs rak mitzadatam. If you're going to do mitzvahs because you appreciate them. I love tefillin, and therefore I'm going to put on tefillin. I know what, what tefillin are doing, and therefore I'm going to put on tefillin. If you're going to do tefillin because of the time, because of the reason, then drawing down the, the, the that which you draw down through the mitzvahs will be concealed. If you only do what you appreciate, if you only do what you feel, if you only do what you recognize, if you only do what you can grasp, then being that you are super limited, the accomplishment of mitzvahs will also be super limited. Since the objective is that we should draw down the atzmus, the essence of Hashem, in a way of revelation. So we tell the Chacham, this is through this, that the performance of mitzvahs, even the mitzvahs of Hashem it's because Hashem commanded it. So in a certain respect, the term Eidus captures the essence of mitzvahs in a way that the, no, none of the other terms do, because Eidus is reflecting the connection, the relationship, as we've discussed so greatly at length. But before this mimer, we always thought that chukim was the highest performance of mitzvahs, and that's still true. In Aveda, in my divine service, when I'm approaching the performance of a mitzvah, I need to approach the performance of a mitzvah in a way of chukim. What's approaching the performance in a way of a mitzvah in a way of chukim? That means do it because Hashem is instructing you to do it. Don't start trying to figure out why, where, how. Now, that you're doing it. Now you could ask questions. This we see in the Ben HaChacham's question. It says, When your child is going to ask you, tomorrow, 
Tomorrow he's going to ask you, what is this that we do? In other words, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow means today. I told you to do it. You say, okay, okay. I tell you to jump. You say, Hi. exactly. Today, you get the instruction. You do it without hesitation. Tomorrow, you could ask questions. This is in contrast to the Ben Arasha. What does the Ben Arasha say? What are you doing here? Why are you doing this? He doesn't wait till tomorrow. He says, you want me to do this? What are you doing all this for? Why do you have the matzah and the chametz and the this and the that and you're cleaning and you're... What are you doing all this for? This is the answer to the Ben Achacham. The answer to the Ben Achacham is... To be a Chacham, to connect to Eivishter, you need to approach mitzvahs in a way of Chukim. We'll stop over here for today. We'll continue Bezus Hashem with the Mimer and maybe finish the Mimer tomorrow. Yes.